Our scripture this morning comes from Psalms 121. It's a pilgrimage song. I raise my eyes toward the mountains. Where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. God won't let your foot slip. Your protector won't fall asleep on the job. No, Israel's protector never sleeps or rests. The Lord is your protector. The Lord is your shade right beside you. The sun won't strike you during the day. Neither will the moon at night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. God will protect your very life. The Lord will protect you on your journeys, whether going or coming, from now until forever from now. That's the word of God for us this morning. Uh, I, I went out yesterday. I had a little bit of a pilgrimage. Uh, I was traveling to Indianapolis for a class that I'm taking. And uh, with this morning's message stirring in my mind, uh, I realized just how much help I needed to get from Pekin to Indianapolis. You know, I, I, at first I started with I needed the alarm to wake me up. Uh, I would have slept right through the class had I not had that alarm go off. And then as I, I, I well, of course I need a clothes to wear, but uh, the next large need I had was that I needed my Jeep. I couldn't walk to Indianapolis, certainly couldn't get there uh, in time for the class if I did. So I, I needed the Jeep. And, and as I was driving towards Scottsburg, I looked at the gas tank and realized that I I couldn't, get to Indianapolis without more fuel, so I, I needed that, so I stopped and got gas. I needed lights on the car because it was dark when I left. I could go on and on about all the help that I needed just for a simple one-day pilgrimage from southern Indiana to Indianapolis. I'm One of the things I, I do, usually if I'm going to be in the car for a while, I'll plug my phone into the radio and listen to some of my favorite music uh, while I'm driving. Uh, and this morning, that's what our psalm is. This is a song that pilgrims would sing when they were on a journey somewhere. The focus of the song they would sing is help and their need of help. Church, we're on a pilgrimage. We're passing through this place on our way to another. For this journey, we need to hide the treasure of these verses in our hearts. So this will be the song that we sing as we travel on our way to eternity with the Lord. Before we get into the sermon points this morning, I want to establish two categories that every one of us will fall into. You know, it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter if you're retired or working, if you're male or female, Democrat or Republican. It simply doesn't matter. These are two things every one of us in this church have in common. The, the first thing we have in common, the first category all of us fall into is the fact that we need help. Oh, you might be at a station in life where you, you don't need help with much, but I guarantee you there are three areas that every one of us need help. 
I'll read this verse from Acts 17, uh, 24 through 27. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth. He doesn't live in shrines made by human hands, and he isn't served by people as if he needed anything. He himself gives everyone life, breath, and everything else. From one man he made every nation of humanity to live all over the earth, fixing the seasons of the year and the national boundaries within which they live, so that they might look for God, somehow reach for him and find him. Of course, he is never far from any one of us. Did you catch the three areas in those verses that every one of us need help? God gives us life, breath, and everything else. <laughs> that pretty much means we're totally dependent on God. Every one of us. If you think you are, uh, I would like to talk to you about maybe leading a class on how the rest of us could get there where we don't need any help at all. We need help from God. We all do. Uh, a pastor in, in Africa uh, was talking about he went to visit over there on a mission trip and he saw the folks had such great faith and, and they were so fired up for Jesus. And uh, he was sharing with one of the African pastors who lived there. And he said, I just don't understand why your church is so fired up and our churches back home aren't. And he, the pastor from Africa had, a, had an ideal. He said, I think... If I was going to put my finger on it, is that we're so excited about God because He's all we have. In America, you have so much. You're so blessed. Water 10 feet away in most houses that you could get in a sink. We have to walk two miles for water. We don't have anything but God. So we value the relationship more, I think. That was. That was his take on it. We all need help. That's the first thing we have in common. We all fit into that category. The second category is this, that our help comes from the Lord. This psalm establishes that. We need help, and where does the help come from? It comes from the Lord. That's what these pilgrims on, on the journey or are singing. And it's true of us. It needs to be the song that we sing. We need help. Sometimes this journey is hard. Sometimes there's sickness or, or accidents, emergencies. We, we lose somebody we care about. We need help. And where does that help come from? Church, I hope this song that we're reading about today is the song that we're singing on our journey through this life because it reminds us just how much we need his help and just what his help looks like. I saw a little boy, he was about five and he was praying and he had his hands up and he was going at it, man. He was, he was praying hard. Why would, where did he get that from? Because he's seen people in his life who've prayed that way. 
He has people of faith that surround him, and he's establishing this strong faith even as a young boy. Do we have people in our lives who respond when crisis happens knowing that God is there because they've seen it in us? I raise my eyes toward the mountains. Where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. I mean, think about this, and I know this is an old example, but the Rubik's Cube is the only thing I can really come up with. You remember the little box with the different colors on it, and you'd mess it up and try to figure it out? Well, you know, nobody would be able to figure it out better than the, the person who made it. He could probably whip it back together very quickly. Who better to help us on this journey than our Creator God. Our Creator God who provides the help. And in this morning in our sermon notes, I want us to be mindful of, of what that help looks like. You wouldn't want to get me to help fix your car. I don't know anything about those. But if you needed a a letter written or a, a, a sports story written, I'm your guy. You get help from people who can help you. And the Lord is that help. And the first thing I have there in your sermon notes about the help that comes from the Lord is that it's a steadying help. He steadies us. Verse 3 says, God won't let your foot slip. Your protector won't fall asleep on the job. You know, our granddaughter, she'll be eight months this month and, uh, She's to the point now where if she's laying on her belly beside you, she'll kind of reach up and, and try to climb and, and you can help her stand up and she will stand up. But after a few minutes, she gets wobbly. But she don't fall because we're there to catch her. At this point in this journey she's on, she doesn't have what she needs to stand and take off on her own. But we're there to steady her. You know, when we're on this journey, sometimes our our legs get wobbly. We're going to fall, but God is there to catch us. You remember the disciples on the, on the ship and Jesus is sleeping and the storm is raging all around them. And they panic and they wake up Jesus. Mark 4 uh, 38 and 39 it talks about what happened next. Jesus was in the storm, stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet! Be still! Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. If Jesus can command the waves, I think... Whatever it is that's in front of us on this journey is under control. It's in his hands. He steadies us. He calms the waters that are raging around us. He is our help. And not only does he steady us, but the next point I have there in your outline is that he's always on the job. Verse 4, no, Israel's protector never sleeps or rests. I'm so thankful that we live in a country 
where we could go to sleep every night. Every night, not worrying about attacks from foreign countries. We don't have to worry about that because our military is keeping watch. There are soldiers from every branch watching every corner of our country to make sure that nothing bad happens to us while we sleep. There's never a time when they're not on the job. And scripture tells us that's true of God too. He never sleeps. He never rests. He's always at work. God is on the job. There's never a moment or a situation we'll face that he isn't with us in our situation. In fact, he's gone ahead of us, he's with us, and he's behind us. We we did this study on Mayberry. I don't know how many of you all attended that, but one of the episodes we did uh, it was when the bank got robbed. Barney dressed up as a lady, and uh, he wanted to prove how weak the security system is at the bank. He was just appalled that the... I don't remember the security guard's name, but he was sleeping and uh, the bank was just unguarded. We don't have to worry about that. Our security system is sound because God never sleeps or never rests. He steadies us and he's always on the job. And then the next thing I have there in your outline is that he provides shelter from the elements. Verse 5, the Lord is your protector. The Lord is your shade right behind you. The sun won't strike you during the day, neither will the moon at night. Man, have you ever been out on a hot day? The sun is just baking you, and you get in the shade, and how much better that feels. This scripture says the shade right beside us is protecting us from the elements that we'll face on this journey. I think it's important to note this as we think about that the God provides shelter from our circumstances, that he doesn't stop the circumstances. The sun is still shining. It's just that it won't have the same effect on us because he is our shade. You know, he didn't drain the Sea of Galilee he didn't empty it of his waters. The waters were still there. There were still waves. He calmed them. He was a shade. That's what happens in this world. Uh, sometimes it's a diagnosis. And, and it doesn't necessarily, when we talk about God being with you, that doesn't mean that the diagnosis necessarily changed. Maybe you're losing a job. The fact that God provides shade doesn't mean that the job will magically be saved. But he's just, he's with you. He's protecting you from, from the ramifications of that. We can overcome these things because he's our shelter. He shelters us from these elements in this world. God is our shade. We've talked about the three things about this help that comes from the Lord. We talked about the point that he steadies us. You're going to be on a journey. You can't get there wobbly. 
You can't get there if you fall down every couple of steps. And we're never going to turn a corner. We're never going to go up a hill or in a valley that he's not watching out for us, that he's not with us in that. He's always on the job. He never leaves his post. And he provides shelter from the elements. And then the final one I want to talk about this morning as we think about this help that comes from the Lord is that he helps us. He protects us. He protects us. The Lord will protect you from all evil. God will protect your very life. The Lord will protect you on your journeys, whether going or coming, from now until forevermore. Man, I tell you, if I would be scared as a little boy, knowing my dad was right in the next room was a big help. Sometimes I'd be scared from a storm or a movie we watched. And you know what I'd do once mom and dad were in bed? I'd go and sleep on their floor. Because it was reassuring to know that that dad was right there. He's my protector. Nothing's going to get to me because to get to me, you got to go through him. Man, isn't that a great picture of God? That we could walk around this world that and not be afraid. Because guess what? Whatever this world throws at you, it's got to get through him first. He's our protector. Scripture tells us that. We can cling to that. We can proclaim it, that God is our protector. There's nothing false in that. And think about verses 7 and 8. And aren't they beautiful words to this song? The Lord will protect you from all evil. God will protect your very life. The Lord will protect you on your journeys, whether going or coming, from now until forevermore. He'll protect us on our journeys. The scripture says it doesn't matter where we're going or when we're traveling. From now until forever, from now. Yeah, you know, I'm sure most of you have bought a computer or, or worked at a place that had computers that were purchased. And when you buy them, they come with this, usually a free trial of antivirus, so nothing goes wrong with, with your computer. Uh, but then that protection will eventually expire. I remember a computer we bought, and it was a six-month free virus protection but it would count down you have 30 days left of your protection you have five days you have one day left of your protection it eventually ran out and then they wanted you to buy more protection man we don't have to do that the bible tells us that there's no expiration date on the protection that god provides for us this song that the pilgrims would sing on their journey about God's protection. It said it doesn't end. And it reaches us no matter where we're at. I think the charge from this message for us all this morning is to just be mindful that, that we need help and our help comes from the Lord. And now we can cling to those things the Bible tells us about that help. And even if we're in a place where maybe the help isn't obviously needed, Maybe God's going to put somebody in your life who needs to come to this place of realization that they need help too. 
And, and there's no quick fix solution outside of the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives. I, I know this morning as we gather here, you're you're in one of three places. One, you're you're in a strong, committed relationship with Jesus, and you're walking it and living it every day. Two, you believe that Christ is real, but you just may not be living it. Or or third would be, you've heard about Jesus. You're obviously at church for a reason, but you've never repented and, and given your life to Jesus. Church, every Sunday we have this response time. And I want you to know that when we do that, the altar is open. And you don't have to come up here and rush and pray. If if the song's about to end and you're still praying, uh, those folks in the back will get us another song to to get going. And I just want you to know that the altar's open. If you come forward and pray and you want me to pray with you, raise your hand and I'll, I'll come pray with you. Or if you just want to be alone with God, this is open every Sunday to you. And maybe I don't do a great job of of making that clear, but every Sunday ends with an altar call. It's called the response. And even if you don't come forward, church, the charge for all of us is to respond to the message that God has given us today, this message that we need his help. We live in a world that needs his help. And he's ready to give it. All we have to do is ask. And acknowledge that, Lord, we need your help. Let's pray. Father God, Lord, I just thank you so much for this day and this message. I pray that you would put these words deep in our hearts. That we would cling to them in those times in our lives that we we need help. Lord, we need to wake you up and calm the waters. We know you're there. For those people that you put in our lives or cross our past with. Lord, if there's somebody who needs to hear the good news that they have a helper ready to help, Lord, just open our eyes and our mind and our heart to that. We thank you again for this message and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.